I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host Bella Hilton and you'll notice that I took a break last week but I was just on holidays and there was no perfect time to uh, record this podcast for you guys. Anyway, as of today I am just back from two weeks of holiday, a crazy mixture of weather to be honest. The first week uh, was warm and glorious and swimming at the beach which I haven't had nearly enough of. Uh, and some of it more mild, uh, and you still had to rug up a bit, and it all ended with some serious, serious rain and flood warnings, so it's been a bit crazy, but all in all, a glorious time of nature, relaxation, a little bit of work, um, so I could put some some of this podcast together for you and, and keep my Instagram going, but loads of fun, a complete lack of any stress. And more and more as I go through life, well, you know when sometimes people post stuff of them getting a massage or having fun and they're like, sometimes this is the work, (laughs) you know. um, I'm not going to say I'll never post a cheesy post like that, but you know what I mean. It's like a post like that where, you know, sometimes relaxation is the work. As in, it's important to unwind, to have fun, to relax, right? To nurture ourselves, to live in that feeling of abundance. But I don't want to say abundance, it's such a buzzword, isn't it? Like, live in that feeling of really nurturing ourselves, enjoying life, giving to ourselves. I want to say this, the more I go through life, I realize this isn't the work sometimes, this is the work. And it kind of feeds into today. So let me get my thoughts and points together here for you. And let's talk about the hardest part of infertility. Um, Yeah. So, you know, when I say this is the work, it's like even the job that you do needs to be enjoyable. Anyway, we'll get onto that. So whenever I post on my Insta stories or ask questions in general of people about what they find the hardest part of infertility the physical or the mental and emotional aspect, no one ever says physical, right? Um, We go through some pretty physical stuff through the infertility journey. And I know I did with some miscarriages and things like that, but it was never the physical. It was the mental and emotional aspect, right? It's always the mental and emotional piece of infertility that everyone finds the hardest. Um, When it comes to us doing anything in life, right? It's rarely the body that gives out first. It's always the mind that gives up first, right? Um, And I always think about that in terms of like a marathon, right? Our bodies are so much more capable than we ever give them credit for. Um, It's usually the mind that gives out and our bodies are stronger and faster and, and so much more capable. Anyway, think of all those times you put your body to the test, right? Eating too much, eating too little, drinking too much, or 
like like even athletic pursuits, like I mentioned, like marathons, despite what we put our bodies through, they continue to support us and get us through, keep us alive, right? So the hardest part of infertility comes down to the mind and emotions. And when you break it down, there is rarely an emotion without a thought pattern that goes with it. Just take that in for a minute. There's rarely an emotion without a thought pattern that precedes it, right? Precedes it, not proceeds, precedes it. So then our mindset becomes the most important thing, the most important asset we can have on our fertility journey, right? It's the difference between someone who might have a hard time doing IVF, for example, to the person that's completely traumatized by it, right? I even mentioned last week that there is strong research to suggest that the majority of the time, it's not doctors saying no or, um, or our bodies stopping being capable from being, you know, um, continuing or trying to get pregnant that can stop a lot of women in pursuing their babies, right? It's often the mindset that completely gives out and we just can't do it to the point where we feel broken and we just cannot go on anymore. I mean, it might be financial too, right? But it's often that broken piece. It can be completely debilitating when we don't have the knowledge or tools to manage our emotions and mindset, when we can't find our way past our pain. And when we're in the thick of things, it can be impossible sometimes to see past our pain. Imagine that you're completely inside a garbage bag, for example, right? The garbage bag is your problem, your trauma, your pain, your mindset. And even though you desperately want to get past it, you're in it and you can't see beyond the garbage bag. It's dark. It completely envelops you, right? It's surrounding you. And when we are in our own issues, getting beyond them becomes our blind spot. We want to feel better. And I know you want to feel better, feel hope and more positive naturally and maybe feel at peace and feel that calm. But we absolutely cannot see how that's even possible sometimes when we're in the thick of it. So when it comes to fertility issues, that can look like, how could I ever be happy without a baby? right? The only way I will be happy again is with a baby, right? And yet a lot of the time people, uh, you know, sometimes people go on to have their babies and they're still broken and they still feel all that anxiety and that can get worse, right? Because they haven't dealt with that. So it actually doesn't follow that having a baby would make you happy. But coming back to this, so it looks like how could I ever be happy without a baby? If it never happens, my life has no meaning, you know, my life will be for nothing. Um, And yet I know people who are childless, not by choice, who are thriving in life, right? Now, the hardest part becomes when we dream about holding our baby or being pregnant, and then we snap out of that dream, and our reality is so much different from how we think it should be, right? What is happening in our mind is not what's happening in reality, and so we start to resist our lives, And that creates a lot of pain. People often say that the pain either comes from thinking about the past or living in the future, right? Pain from the past, anxiety from the future. And that when we're living in the present, that is where the peace is. 
But it's also that third piece, that place where we go, where we daydream about how we think our lives should look right now, right? That, that neither lives in the past or in the future, but lives firmly in, in the present, but in our fantasy brain, right? Except that with this one, we desperately try to overlay it, like I said, onto, our, on, onto the present, into our reality, and it's not what is happening, and it destroys our brains. I had a few moments like that when I was going through um, breast cancer in particular, and I'm sure through my infertility days as well. Actually, yes, and I'll, I'll just I'll give you a few examples. It was like an alternate reality where uh, before I had my operation to re- remove my left breast, it was like I was trying to will my reality to be different one where I just hoped that they'd made a mistake, where I'd convinced myself for moments that somehow, I didn't know how, but somehow I just wouldn't have to go through the operation at the last minute because it had all just gone away, right? And then I'd start to freak out of like, but how are they going to know it's gone away and they're just going to start the operation and then they'll discover afterwards that it's gone away, you know, right, like (laughs) there were moments where I went through this scenario and this dialogue in my brain. And then post my operation, where I just tried to will my breast to be there again, where I hoped that I would wake up in the morning and my breast was just back, like it would just, it would just grown back, right? I wasn't crazy. We all go through this journey on the path to a deeper acceptance, I remember during one of my miscarriages too when I had um, the viability scan where they couldn't find the baby because it was a blighted ovum and that actually made sense to me at the time because I'd felt, I actually felt empty. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Anyway, they wanted me to have a DNC uh, within two days or the next day or something and my brain could literally not cope with that. As far as I knew, I'd been pregnant for eight weeks when I had no bleeding, uh, when nothing had been wrong or test doubling, etc. My brain took longer to catch up with what was happening, what was the true reality. Um, again, just they've made a mistake. This was a pretty low point on my fertility journey because this was my third miscarriage in a row and I wasn't ready to accept it like that. Those moments in life are literally like these sliding doors moments, right? Where something happens and we come to two doors and we continue on through the one that has everything intact, everything happening the way that doesn't cause us any pain. And we try and we keep trying to make this real. And yet life is diverging into this different picture or movie that we just don't want to watch and outright reject. It doesn't mean we're in less pain. In fact, it causes us so much more because we kind of gaslight ourselves and it creates these total, total brain explosion moments because reality and fantasy are just not mixing. Um, it's like oil and water, right? I honestly Googled the hell out of things during that moment after that scan. There wasn't a rabbit hole I didn't go down to make that baby a reality in my chosen sliding doors doorway, you know, that I, you know, that I wanted to be real, but nothing I did forced it to be true. And it was only when my body started to bleed that I could start to fully accept that this pregnancy was over. And in fact, they, I actually went and had a DNC and, 
and they did a scan before they did the DNC and and seeing the state of things then inside my body I was really able to accept it and what made the pain and the denial though of that third miscarriage so much stronger was that I hadn't really healed from the two before that I kept pushing my body and my brain into the next thing and the next thing ignoring the true depths of what was actually happening for me mentally and emotionally I thought because I was still functioning and going to work and all the rest of it that I was fine right but in hindsight I know I needed some some deeper healing because I could see I could see it in the rest of my life being just that bit off track right I was sitting in a toxic career suffering and that honestly also didn't allow me to fully heal it was trauma upon trauma and in fact I you know I often uh say that job is responsible for a lot of things in my life but and until I got out of that I couldn't really heal Uh, and honestly it took a lot of pain for me to shift to realize I needed to change and that can be a problem with people who've been through a lot in life Um, like I have our threshold for pain can sometimes be immense (laughs) and we truly have to hit rock bottom to shift which is unfortunate. Um, I've learned my lesson, which is great. And hopefully anyone out there listening to me right now, I want you to start to learn that lesson too, because there is a better way. Because honestly, I don't do this anymore. That really is an old version of me, but only because I did the work for myself. I went through that pain to learn the lesson that I'm worth so much more than all that pain. And now I don't hit rock bottom anymore. When I find my life steering back to crap, I steer it back to good, right? I'm very involved in my life and, and you know, am I enjoying my life? And if I'm not, I do something about it. My heart and my enjoyment of life have honestly become my number one priority, like doing this work for you, right? This work that I do for you guys because it brings my heart joy to support and teach people to bring them along the ride to a place where it's like they are butterflies emerging from the cocoon, right? Like I love that image because that's how I feel like it is with my clients who do my course, right? Like what I was talking about earlier, your heart, how you feel and your enjoyment of life should be priority number one. And that is even your job, right? And that means being totally honest with yourself about where you're at and seeing how far your life has gotten off track with your emotions, your mindset, and your ability to get to the other side, back to the enjoyment, back to an ability to even cope right, on this journey. And that's the funny thing. It's like if we can get to the other side, then we can continue and get the family that we always wanted. So you're able to keep going on your fertility journey, right, when you're able to cope. So you're not holding on to that trauma, but dealing with the pain. So you aren't taking that into each cycle you go through, whether IVF or naturally or however you're doing it. Because in deeply accepting your reality, it isn't about accepting that this will never happen, right? It's just about accepting that it hasn't happened yet that if you're going through IVF for example that that's okay that this is the way that you're going about it like a lot of people beat themselves up for 
for doing IVF instead of like, oh, I'm broken because it didn't happen naturally. Meh. Sometimes in life we need a little bit of help, right? I don't go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm completely at fault and broken because I got breast cancer. Well, I live a pretty clean life, you know, so um, I feel like some of that's, you know, just dumb luck. Um, you know, I'm not broken as a result. I just needed a little bit of help to make sure I stayed alive, right? Um, now, I couldn't will my breast back. I couldn't will my miscarriage not to be real. But deeply accepting them allowed me to get to the other side where I truly started to feel that freedom that I craved, which is about feeling so much better, feeling calm and at peace and able to think. You might hear me say sometimes a saying from um, a guy called Peter Crone, and I love you know some of his like real one-liners, and he says, your life couldn't have happened any other way. Why? Because it didn't. I'm going to say that one again because I love it so much. Your life couldn't have happened any other way up until this point. Why? Because it didn't. Right? That really allowed me to just close a door to the past. Right? It didn't happen any other way. This is where I'm at now. And deeply accepting that allows me to move on, allows me to heal my heart, allows me to still pursue my dreams. But getting to that place, uh, of course, that provides more peace in our heart and more energy for what we are actually doing is a process. Don't ever beat yourself up for not being there yet. <laughs> Just try to be on the path, right? And knowing you don't have to have all the answers all the time and sometimes you need experts to help you to the other side, right? I use experts all the time in my life for different things. I don't try and self-diagnose myself. I go to GPs. I don't, you know, um, oh, well, there's so many things, you know, like if I need a naturopath, if I need a doctor, if I need... Um, I can't I can't even think right now but there's so many people that I go to in my life as experts infertility is hard and the hardest part is our mindset so honestly giving yourself the gift of doing some mind body work is truly worth doing of course I would say that but I only do this work because I know the transformation people can have I only do this work because I've walked through it firsthand I walk people through very logically and practically, you know, um, practically how to start to manage their emotions and their mindset in a way that works for them. That and that's the power of it, right? It gives you more choice in life. It helps you in those sliding doors moments. And um, I just want to say this before I wrap up today, but the doors of my program, The Fertility Shift, are opening in a few short weeks. So make sure that you get yourself on the wait list for that. So you're the first in the know. Um, and that's at studiofertility.com slash shift. And you can get on the wait list. And there are uh, you know special bonuses for people on the wait list. And what I really want you to take out of today is how prioritizing yourself in this process is the work. It's not about getting the baby. It's about enjoyment, enjoyment and joy in your life, right? 
So how could you prioritize yourself more? Where does the stress and the anxiousness and the pain exist in your world outside of fertility? Is it your family? Is it your work? Is it your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself? Is it your marriage? Is it your inability to ever put yourself first? Where is that stress in your in your life? Um, and I'll leave you with those questions today. Really think on those questions. Rewind that little bit so you can get those questions down for yourself right now to start getting a, a 360 picture of your life. And actually, I forgot to mention one other thing. In a couple of weeks, I am going to be running a three-day um, a three-day workshop for um, I don't want to call it that because it's not like it's three days of workshop, but it's three um, consecutive days of just like ten minutes. Um, sometimes we call them a challenge, a three-day challenge um, that I would love for you to be a part of. So look out for that on my website at studiofertility.com and I might in the next couple of days put the link down below so you can join up for that as well. It's totally free and it's going to be totally fun. Okay, I'll leave you with those other questions today and I look forward to seeing you next time on the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Studio Fertility Podcast. If you want to learn more about how to work with me, just head to studiofertility.com slash shift and check out my transformational five-star rated program, The Fertility Shift. Or you may just want to check out other great episodes at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And finally, if you love the podcast, why not leave a review? If you let me know you left a review, there may be something in it for you. And that's it. 